Hello and welcome to the Edsa Paderborn Nuziban English podcast, the match reaction podcast by Edsa Paderborn, uh, who drew 0-0 against FC Hansa Rostock in the Ostist Stadion in Rostock. The match where Paderborn made it five matches without defeat, three wins in the last five, and a match where Paderborn didn't score for the first time since Jean Regensburg. A month and a bit ago. It wasn't a good match in Rostock, to be honest. Um, Rostock just about edged the shot total with 13, even though having um, 30% less possession than Paderborn. Paderborn enjoying 65% of the ball, only mustering up 12 shots to Rostock's 13. Although he did have six on target, it was a fantastic performance from Kolker, the Hansa Rostock keeper. Uh, I mean, it wasn't good. Paderborn made a couple of changes to the team that beat Hanover's ex 3-0. Freddie Ananu was supposed to start in central defence, but he was injured in the warm-up, so um, Yanis Hoyer, who did play well, replaced him, and um, the full team, so who was in net? Schuster, Hoyer, Van der Werf, Ulian Justvan, Ron Schallenberg, Maxi Talhammer, uh, Prager, Melem, Florent Muslia, and Dennis Sabeni. Now I'm recording when the 2.30 games, uh, 3.30 for Germans, is on. Um, so if I do stop to uh, to watch those games or, you know, kind of react um, to those games, I, I do apologise for that. Uh, the first few minutes really were Rostock. Uh, they had a good, good, uh, well, I'd say good chance, but it wasn't really the best of opportunities. Um, it was, uh, sorry, just looking at the live ticker now, just to find out um, who had these opportunities, because I've kind of forgotten already. Um, I'm recording a couple of hours after the game, because holistically I needed to think about what I just what I just watched, because it wasn't good. Um, so yeah, Jean Verek had a decent opportunity early on, which was saved by Yannick Hoot. Um, Rostock had a couple of opportunities from the corner, more specifically. Um, but yeah, just wasn't a good game really for 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 both teams. Um, it was a lot of a uh, lot of kind of just sitting uh, with the ball and waiting for the for the moment. Um, Paderborn were doing very well at setting traps uh, on the Rostock line when they had the ball in possession. Um, and yeah, I think it was really just a poor game to watch, you know. For a penultimate away game, I expected more. Um, not just from the team, but it was clear Rostock's plan, which was to get one point. You know, they're now safe officially. They'll be a side to Bundesliga team next season. Um, so we'll play them twice again. Um, and yeah, it wasn't. It was, a, it was a game where Rostock really did push to um, to get that point. And yeah, they did a good job of it, to be honest. Um, 
Just going on the first half, Paderborn's best chance of the game was probably Denis Sabeni, who had a header. It was a good ball in, actually, from Maxi Talhammer. Um, and Sabeni should have done better with it. Um, completely messed up the header. Um, and yeah, just a, a game of missed chances, really, um, for the team. And. Um, Yeah, it's just, it's tough, 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 um, I will have a bit more of a, a bigger segment on where to go next for Paddleborn in the second half of the pod, because there really isn't much to talk about in the first part of the podcast, um, which is a first and second half, which we'll go on to. Uh, Muslia had a good chance on 29 minutes. It was blocked. Um, Van der Werf had a good couple. Uh, I think it was a double chance on 30 minutes. It was a first, it was a corner where he headed it, and Kolka made a good save. And in the second effort, it came back to him. Rostock didn't clear the lines well. Uh, it came back to, to Jasper Van der Werf and. Um, yeah, Jasper kind of did a, not a volley, but like a, kind of got his foot to it. And um, yeah, it was kind of a, a pretty good, uh, pretty good save from, from Kolka. The second one was easier to save than the first one. Um, but, you know, when, when Jasper van der Verve is having your best chance, or one of your best chances in, in the first half from a corner, it's not. Yeah, it's not been a good game. It's not been a good game, and and, and it's not like Paderborn didn't have any of the ball. You know, they had sixty six percent of the ball in the first half. They did create four of the six shots on target. The second half was just bad. Um, more than anything, we really did need that first goal to to kind of lift us. You know, against Hanover, it was the same. You know, we scored after two minutes in that game against Ingolstadt. Yeah, it took us a bit of time, but you know. Um, just feels like there's a bit missing and I don't know what it is um, and it'll be worked out in the in the summer you know we've already got a couple of players in Richmond Tachi um, attacking players like that direct attacking players um, you know when you look at Paderborn's attackers this season we've almost got not none but hardly any direct attacking players that have got speed and quickness and uh that's what richmond tachi will bring you know you, you bring john Erdale back from wiesbaden as well um you also get luca Marcelia Marcella back which is good you know these youth players that will run and run and run uh, it seems like Padabon have been missing what a goal to bockham have just equalized Against Bayfall Bay 3 3. We've seen that scoring before for newly promoted teams against uh, Dortmund. Anyway. Um, but yeah, it, next season's definitely got a lot to, 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 to be happy about and a lot to look forward to. You know, there's only two months between the last game and, and the first game for the next season. Um, Paderborn head to the. Um, Head to the uh, 
head to the United States. Sorry, I'm completely off it today. Head to the United States. Uh, so there's not going to be much time between the next season and this, obviously. And uh, yeah, Paraborn, um are getting the signings done early already. Just looking at the first half still, um, Schuster had a good chance. Talham had a decent opportunity uh, for Mazziak as well. But really, it was just yeah, it was just a tough, a tough first half for the team. Um, because they did create chances, but not very good ones, you know. And and I think that's been our problem, you know. One game we create fantastic chances, we get three goals in the bag, and then the, and the next game we play a similar team to to, to Hanover. Let's be honest in Rostock, um, but you score zero, you only score one against Ingolstadt, you know, Haasval, beaten by four today, so it's, it has been one of those seasons for Paderborn, inconsistency, you know, the, the only real consistent um, stretch you had in the season was at the start of the season, right, when nobody knew what to expect from this Lucas Kwasniok Paderborn, and quite frankly, nobody knew what to do against it. Um, you know, you're beating Werder Bremen by three goals. You're beating uh, uh, Dresden by three. You're beating Zank Pauli by two. You're beating all these teams that just didn't know how to respond. And uh, obviously, the, the first defeat of the season came against Holstein Kiel at home. And then it kind of just didn't fall apart. It kind of just... Um, teams started to understand... And started to adapt to to what we were doing, and then you sell Sven Michel, uh, Sven Michel as well, right? Uh, in the winter, and then you have to again think about what what what's the plan here, you know? Um, because you also uh, have injuries to Felix Platter. Uh, Dennis Zabeni had an awful start to the season, didn't score in, what, 18 games or something like that. So it's been one of those seasons for Paderborn, and you know, the inconsistency really has killed us. Um, and I'm not going to completely t- uh, say that, that Fabian Vergamut had a fantastic year. Look, some of the signings were good. Uh, some of the signings were quite smart and improved those. But if I'm him and I'm I'm thinking, okay, you you know, you're six points off third position oh, sign it with a shot. You're six points off third position with, with two games to go. Obviously it's pretty much impossible now that Paderborn, well, by the time you listen to this podcast, it might be pretty much done. Uh, Darmstadt only need, only needs a point against our who still are in with a shot after Dresden uh, drew late to, to Jan Regensborg um, earlier in the day. But, you know, if I'm working moot, I'm thinking, okay, if we just kept Chris Furish and if we just kept Sven Michel, maybe we would, have, we would have been promotion material. But then I look back and I think, okay, um, oh, is that a penalty on Witzel? Got to be. Um, but if I'm, I'm working moot as well, I'm thinking, okay, is it was it too much of risk to keep them? You know, you got over to over four million euros for both players, right? Um, oh, Buckham about to take a penalty for three. I predicted it, by the way. Um, just a side note, completely. Score. 
Oh, he does. Bat, bat right through the middle. Get in, Bokum. Incredible scenes. And, uh, yeah, I think we'll take a break. Bokum lead 4 3 against Bay Bay while I'm recording. We'll take a break. We'll look at the second uh, half of the game and have a little bit of thinking about what Paderborn can do next season. As there is two games left, by the way, there is two games left, should I add. Uh, Zanhausen and Darmstadt on the final day, which could have been an absolute miracle promotion uh, race for Paderborn, which has pretty much ended today. See you on the other side. Welcome back to the Edsa Paderborn Knows Even English podcast match reaction for Paderborn and their penultimate away fixture of the season in the Svipe Liga uh, in Rostock, a 0-0 draw, which secures Hansa Rostock's Svipe Liga status for next season. A point would have done it for them, a point did indeed do it for them in a annoying should I say display for Etsa Padawan? Um, annoying in the term of it should have been a win, really. But you have to tip your hats off to Rostock and, in particular, their goalkeeper, Kolka, for some fantastic saves in the match. In the first part of the pod, we reacted to the first half of the game. In the second half of the pod, we'll have a look at the second half of the game. In what? Didn't have any goals, <laughs> but was kinda um, was kind of with chances, if if you could say it that way. So the second half didn't really start well for Paderborn. Um, Rostock made a double change, and Ryan Malone had a good, decent opportunity early on with a header uh, from a free kick. Uh, Simon Rain with a ball in, and then uh, Malone with a header that was wide. Timo Becker then had a chance for Rostock, uh, missed with his right foot, and then the game kind of calmed down for a bit until Svante Ingelsson had a good chance. The form Paderborn play, of course, Svante Ingelsson had an alright chance, um, which he put wide. Jus Van had the first chance of Paderborn's second half, um, a blocked shot. Um, which yeah, wasn't probably wasn't going in. Um, then we progressed through the second half. Um, nothing really much happened after that. Just had an alright chance. Felix Platter came on as well as Marvin Cooney. Platter had a good chance early on, literally uh, maybe his first touch, um, where he shot and saved by Kolka. Wow, Bochum have beaten BFB. Incredible. Thomas Rice, what a job he's done. What a job Thomas Rice has done at that team. Jude Bellingham fuming. Erling Haaland fuming. What a performance from, from Bochum today. Incredible. But yeah. Um, it wasn't much of a fight really from Bannerborn, you know. Rostock weren't hitting them in the mouth, but you know, you're supposed to be the better team. You're still in with a shot of promotion, you know. If our wins tonight against Darmstadt, you'll look very stupid. 
very stupid. Um, and yeah, I mean, it was Rostock, probably the better team in the, in the last 15 minutes or so. Justvan had an alright chance that was saved from Kolka. Fantastic save it was, actually, to be fair. Uh, Robin Yelshin came on for Masa Melem. Um, but yeah, I mean, the best chance late on was, was Simon Ryan, who had a chance right at the last until the referee blew the whistle on 89 minutes and 45 seconds. My reaction to that was, all right, because, you know, whatever. It should have been a couple of minutes added on, but let's just end the game there. I can't complain about that because Paddleball weren't good enough. Completely weren't good enough. And I see a lot of parallels between Paderborn and Bayfield Bay in, in, in some ways that you know, this team has the quality. Um, this team has the quality to... Um, He had the quality to... Fucking hell. <laughs> Sorry. He, uh, they have the quality to uh, to win games and to win the majority of their games, especially when you're playing Anzara Stock. But sometimes the quality doesn't seem to be used well enough. And the quality doesn't seem to, to click, maybe, as it should. Um, and that's the comparison I'm seeing between us and Dortmund. Yeah, we're not the best team. We're not going to be finishing... Uh, you know, up there in the league, but Dortmund a lot finished second in the table, right? And they're they're just not good enough to finish first because um, of these reasons that I've that I've just said. Yeah, sometimes they are good to finish good enough to finish second, or the quality of the team's good enough to finish first. But sometimes it just doesn't click as it should. Um, so just just heading on to a point that we were talking about earlier. In what is the next move for Paderborn? Well, the next move is to, 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 to have a sustained start, right? You have a good start to the season. That's the first point, part of call. Then you've got to sustain it. You can't have a bad run like we did, uh, well, I think it was in uh, late October, November time, where we just had a poor run of form. You know, you were losing, you were drawing to Anzar Rostock, Zanthausen, um, Ingolstadt, we did beat them. Um, you know, teams like Fortuna Dusseldorf. Uh, we didn't win against, and and you you add these points up that we that we kind of threw away, and you say to yourself, you know what, we we really should be up there in the promotion fight this season. You know, we think we were the best team in, on the second on the seventh match day. And by the way, I'm not trying to say this this season hasn't been good for us at Paderborn. There's been definitely good moments and moments where you where you think, okay, this team actually is promotion um, level. And don't get me wrong, you know, you're two points above Heidenheim now, you're, you're six points above Holstein Kiel, uh, and you're, you're pretty much guaranteed at least eighth position this season, um, which is good. And look, seventh is good as well. You know, you're, you're three points off Nuremberg now, you're still six points off St. Pauli, it is what it is there, really, I'd say. But look, you've got one, one, one worse goal difference than St. Pauli, only five worse than than Darmstadt, and I just, I speak to the, it speaks to the volumes of what this team can do, um, and what it should be able to do, so so next season, have a good start, sustain the start, yeah, you're going to lose some games, every team does, um, you're going to lose some games, but um, you've got to sustain it, you can't have patches of good and bad form, you've got to have a sustained good form, Darmstadt have not been good all season, thank Pauli. I've not been good all season, but they've had patches of 
small patches of good and bad form, right? They're not just having, you know, they're not falling off a cliff after seven games. Um, and that's what Paderborn need to build on with Lukas Kwasniok, which I think they will build on. You know, I think I've got faith in this team. It's going to have some improvements to it. Tim uh, Leipertz is coming in. Um, Robin Bormuth is coming in as well. You've got Marcel Hofmeier from Osnabrück. Not Osnabrück, sorry, from um, Preston Muster as well. So there's, there's, there's assets coming into this team that's going to improve them, right? And it's up to the players now to, to build on this season, which has been a development season. It has been a development season. And a season where, you know, you, you're going into the into the toughest Svata Liga many, many years. And you're saying, uh, okay. You say, okay. You've got to, got to kind of build on it. And we have built on it. And let's just wrap it up. Because we're going to speak more in depth about next season uh, in, in some of the uh, articles going to come out. The off-season guides, as I call them. But let's just wrap up with three stars. First time, I'm going to give it to a Rostock player in Marcus Kolka. Incredible performance. Six saves in 90 minutes. Um, yeah. I don't, need to, I don't need to say much more. Four saves were inside the box. Just an incredible performance from... Uh, from him, from him, and yeah, I thought Florent Mazia should get the second star. Um, on the Paderborn side, eighty-nine minutes, seventy touches, seventy-seven percent pass accuracy, three key passes. Um, six out of seven dribbles were successful. Shot on target, shot blocked. Ten out of fifteen ground duels won. Two two aerial duels, one out of two. Um. And yeah, he was on the dribble pass once. So, a good performance from Muslia. Third and final start, I'm going to give it to Maxi Talhammer. 90 minutes played, 77 touches, 86% pass accuracy, one key pass, 5 out of 6 long balls successful, 1 out of 1 dribble attempted successful, um, 5 out of 8 ground duels won, 3 out of 5 aerial duels won, and... Um, Three tackles, one interception. So that'll wrap it up for the Exit Paderborn Lose Even English podcast, the match reaction pod for Paderborn. And their penultimate away game of the season. Next week, we'll be back to look at Zanhausen and a match where Zanhausen, I'm pretty sure, can also seal their Zweite Liga status next season. So I'll see you then. Have a good weekend. Thanks for listening. Goodbye.